Hola, bienvenidos a la podcast de Wildcat Authority. Yo soy una princesa de micrófono, Shelby Shear, aquí con... Jason Shear, donde está la defensa de Colorado. Woo, we did it! Thank you. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month, and <laughs> we're here to do the defensive preview. It's going to be struggling. For Colorado, because Arizona is playing them on Saturday. And I left my computer charger in, uh, I don't know where. So we're going to do this against the clock and see if I can There's literally a clock overhead before this computer <laughs> dies. I've got 18% on my computer. Will we win? Here we go. Uh, just how, and is this defense, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Just how and what? <laughs> I have a little bit of a typo. Uh, just yeah. how bad is this oh, defense? Oh, is that what that was? Okay. No. <laughs> the bad wasn't in there. It said, and, by the way. Just how bad is this? We'll keep this in. We don't edit. How bad is this defensa? Well, yesterday, the question was, how bad is this offense? Offensa. So, <laughs> the easiest way to put this, Shelby, is how bad do you think Arizona's run defense is? Not great. Pretty bad, right? Colorado lets up about 60 more rushing yards a game than, uh, than Arizona does. <laughs> so as bad as you think Arizona's run defense is, Colorado's is like the worst in the country. I mean, there's really no nice way to put it. Arizona is probably facing the worst defense it's faced of the season so far, by far. I mean, San Diego State wasn't great, but they were decent. North Dakota State, not great, but decent. Mississippi State, solid. Cal, solid. Uh, Colorado has the worst defense that Arizona is going to see for quite a while, probably all season, to, to, to be honest. So um, it is not good at all, to be blunt, and especially in the run. Um, we'll talk about the pass defense in a bit and how some things can be deceiving. But run defense, it's pretty much as, as bad as it gets. Muy malo. Wow. <laughs> Oh, which players stand out to you on that side of the ball? So they do have a, a few good individual players. Um, the issue is that they have absolutely no depth, and you can't run a good defense with just three or four good players. But there are certain guys that I like. Unfortunately, one of them is probably not playing. So um, we talked about injuries on the offensive side of the ball, Shelby, with Brady Russell and... Uh, Alex Fontenot, and there's injuries on this side as well. Safety Isaiah Lewis, who's one of their better defensive players, is doubtful. He might actually just be out. Uh, not very good. My favorite player on the entire defense is Trevor Woods. Safety, he plays really hard. Played 10 games as a freshman last season. He actually blocked a punt and scored a touchdown against Arizona last season. But he plays his ass off. He's super aggressive. When I watch him, it kind of feels like he's a targeting penalty waiting to happen. But Fair. he's the type of player that I think this defense needs to start feeding off of. A guy that isn't going to shy away from contact and is uh, is super aggressive. Another one I like is linebacker Quinn Perry. He leads the team right now with 33 tackles. He's seen action in 19 games. He started 11 of them, 82 tackles in his career. Athlon had him third team preseason all pack 12. I, I think most... People that watch Colorado would probably say he's the best player on the defense. Um, I completely get it. He, he probably is. The other guy to watch out for is Josh Chandler-Semedo. He's a West Virginia transfer. 
He was named All Big 12 as a senior in 2021, started 13 games with 110 tackles, which is insane. It was third in the conference. He's going to once again put up major numbers. So they have guys that put up numbers and make an impact. But again, you asked me who stood out, and, and I named three guys. And like Arizona's defense, even though it's not great, I can still say Jerry Roberts, Christian Roland Wallace, Parrish Shan, Keon Bars, Hunter Reckles. You so know, more than three. Jackson Turner. Like there's guys on that defense, and one of their better players is injured, which is a shame. But I mean, those are probably the three guys that you're going to hear the most. And if you don't hear their names, that's probably because um, Colorado's getting killed. And there's other guys that I thought would be better. Like Terrence Lang was a guy that I remember watching play basketball in high school. Um, and we basically, you know, Gersh was recruiting him, not recruiting him, evaluating him. And I saw him like this dude's a football player. And he wound up going to Colorado for football. And uh, I thought he would be much better, but only has seven tackles on the season. Um, you know, they only have three sacks as a team and and you can't you just can't do that and it's not like they're getting consistent pressure they only have three sacks because that is kind of an indication of what type of defense they are so it, it's not very good but again if there's guys that you're watching for it's it's probably those three show all right well also not great for them um i algun positivos <laughs> are there any positives at all uh yeah so there's two and one of them is deceiving so the first one is that colorado's actually super disciplined which is weird because bad teams usually aren't but they only have 18 penalties in four games uh 13 on offense three on defense and two on special teams so the defense has only been called for three penalties for for 45 yards total which is insane um, you know, the four and a half penalties a game is second in the conference, 15th in the entire country. Uh, and then 36 penalty yards a game are, are second and 12th. So they do not get penalized. Um, their lack of discipline comes in other areas. It comes in the fact that they don't get, they stay in their lanes. They overrun guys. They don't go where they're supposed to go. But they are a relatively clean defense in terms of penalties. Now, the deceiving positive is their secondary. So keep in mind that, like, Air Force blew them out without passing, like, at all. Wow. They blew, they ran. Uh, Minnesota blew them out, and their running back had over 200 yards. TCU blew them out, and it was a little bit of everything. Uh, UCLA blew them out, and it was more of the running game, although they, they passed a little bit. So Colorado has a senior starter and four upperclassmen on the 11 guys on the secondary on the depth chart. Now, here's if I if you didn't know Colorado's record and run numbers, you would say this is impressive. Through four games, Colorado's only allowing an average of 144 pass yards per game. Now, opponents complete 65% of their passes, and their passing rating is 129, which is 104 and 109 nationally. But because of the yardage and the fact that they're running, uh, that's only seventh. So it's kind of funny because you're like, oh, 144, that's awesome. That's seventh in the entire nation. The problem is it's because that they're getting ran on and the QB rating is super high. Like it's one of the worst defenses in the country for that. Um, th they're really bad with the intermediate throws. Most have been short. They've allowed eight pass plays longer than 20 yards and one longer than 28. It's the lack of discipline. But 144 sounds great until you realize that it's with accuracy and with success in the middle, in the mid-range intermediate game, and the fact that teams are just running so successfully. It's very similar to Arizona, you know, a couple of years ago where 
you're like, oh, the secondary is only allowing 180 yards a game. That's pretty good. And then you look and they're allowing 250 rushing yards a game. It's meaningless. And the QB rating says a lot. The fact that it's not high and it's pretty bad for Colorado. But again, I guess if you want to look at positives, they have some talent, like I said before. But the biggest one is they're, they're not a heavily disciplined team, which is actually kind of unusual for, for bad teams. Usually they, they're heavily penalized. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That was a little bit weird. Okay. Uh, well, here at the end, last question. Uh, if you're Jed Fish, how are you attacking Colorado? Yeah, we're at the end already because I can't. Boom, you done. Can only, you can only drag bullshit. Good night, folks. And it ain't because of the computer. It's because you can only drag bullshit for so long. Yeah. Colorado's defense is bad. If I'm Jed Fish, how am I attacking Colorado? The reality, however I want. However you want. Right. And the, what I would do is I'd probably run all over them and try to establish the run early in the game. Colorado has no choice. And, you know, Arizona's the best passing team probably that Colorado has faced this season. Eventually, Colorado is going to have to load the box. It's going to have no choice. And then you kind of pick them apart. Um, but I would be surprised if they didn't try to establish the run. I said Arizona would have a 100-yard rusher against California. I was wrong because they got down early, and they kind of abandoned the run a little bit. I feel that they'll have a 100-yard rusher in this game. The only reason they wouldn't is because of the rotation. There is zero reason why Arizona shouldn't be able to run the ball very successfully in this game. It would be a major disappointment if they don't. So if I'm Jed, I'm running early and often, and then I'm, I'm kind of opening things up. They don't have a guy that can guard Jacob Cowing. They have nobody that can guard Tanner McLaughlin. Um, their secondary isn't very good, despite what the numbers say. Their linebackers are not good in pass coverage, even though I like them. They're not going to be there in pass coverage. Um, it's just kind of a, a mess. And Jaden Delora shouldn't be on the run. This isn't the type of game where he's facing an aggressive, he you know, should have the sack coverage. heavy. He, you should, know, yeah. he, he should have time. And if he has time... He should put up some uh, some super impressive numbers. So if I'm Jed, honestly, I'm probably just attacking it like a normal game. But in an ideal world, I'd like to see him establish the run early and go from there. Well, this bodes well for Arizona. Kind of sounds like you know who you're picking. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I don't remember what score I gave the Colorado guy, but I think I had Arizona covering. I Look, I know people are of the message boards like, we need to one game at a time. First of all, it's a message board. I could look at any game I want to. I'm not playing. Second of all, Arizona is not in a position to take anybody lightly. Um, but Colorado, this it, what I tell you at dinner, I said, like, this would be about as bad of a loss, like, NAU style to me. And obviously, mm -hmm. you know, it's not NAU. There were but, circumstances with NAU. Right, but uh, this would be a, a super. Arizona's favored by 17 points. For a reason. Colorado is really bad. Maybe Colorado finds a way to score some points, but I just don't see a situation where Colorado stops Arizona. And and it's just freshman quarterback on the road. They're gonna try to confuse them. But even that, like forgetting that, I, I just Colorado's not built defensively, and Arizona's gonna play at pace. 
And Colorado has no depth whatsoever. They're not an old team at all. They're super young on both sides of the ball. Um, and so Arizona is going to play with pace and try to kind of wear them down. And I, I would be shocked if, if this was a close game going into the fourth quarter. I really would. Is this a game that you think Jed could drive the score up to like send a message? No, not against this team. ASU, yes. Well, of course. <laughs> I think he would do of that course. against ASU. Now, Colorado won 34 to nothing. And they all say, we don't want to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. And it's a different team, blah, blah, blah. But there's no way if you were on that team last year, you're, that doesn't come to mind if you're, if you're beating Colorado. But, um, you know, the big storyline, like I told you, is if they do win by a big margin, we're going to be on that field or I'm going to be on that field. Um, Shelby's not going to the game, guys. Don't tell everyone. Shelby's got other business uh, to attend to because she's the queen of Marana. But... Um, wow, that was mysterious. Yeah. The Queen. Of the, what's that show with the, the drug dealer on USA? The Queen of... Oh, uh, the Queen of the South. Yeah, it's different. Shelby's not. <laughs> there's it's, no drugs involved. Right. Or is there? Dun, dun. No, there's not. Uh, Lo siento, Shelby. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> As we practice our Spanish. Yeah. So uh, today we hit Spanish. Yesterday we hit Shakespeare. That's what we think of this Colorado game. Which, by the way, we had uh, yeah. some really good replies, some other Shakespeare quotes from some uh, posters and from Cody James Martin. And the one from Flipper224 was from Hamlet. It's hilarious. Um, Hamlet says, do you see yonder cloud? And Polonius replies, by the mass, tis like a tight end, indeed. Which is amazing. So, tight end reference. My favorite Shakespeare is, tell thy team. Tell thy team. To beareth down. To beareth down upon thee. Sir John Button Salmon. Upon the enemies of... Um, there was another thing that happened today, um, as I believe Tommy... What's his name? <laughs> My brain just completely... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Coolio's death. No, that was sad. Uh, no. The uniforms. The uniform. Tommy Lloyd said their jersey heads will be happy. Yes. What uh... did the streets say? Uh, I, I think most people are happy. I think there's always a group of people that will never be happy about anything type the, of deal. The Jersey heads. The curmudgeons. But, uh, yeah, I, I like them. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. There's They're not gonna revolutionary. Be, there's going to be alternates. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, the, there's still a red one to be had. Mm-hmm. The red one is going to... I'm dropping major knowledge right now, Shelby. The red one is going to have a different font than the others. It looks familiar. You've seen something very similar before, not necessarily on the men's jerseys. Um, And then there's going to be some other ones as well that will be released in time. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they could be wearing a giant piece of shit, but if they win the national title, everyone's going to say it looks awesome. Yeah, well, but let's let them wear their actual uniforms. Let's not go to that level. That'd be so awesome, though. They came out in, like, the... uh, the meat outfits that Lady Gaga wore. That was that was gross. We actually saw that outfit at the Lady Gaga Museum in I tried Vegas. I eat it, but you wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's. Thou dost protest too much. Okay, Mac- Lady Macbeth. <sighs> anyway, Wait, that's not right. No, you're embarrassing. I am embarrassing. That's still in Hamlet, isn't it? Friday, red and blue game. I know people are asking me about visitors. We will likely have it on Friday. We'll be at the red and blue game. Also. The word on the street, the Wildcat Authority, Jason Shear Street, is that football is, is in the process of putting together a pretty impressive visitor list for this weekend that I will Ooh. have hopefully on Friday. So we got good stuff. We got good coverage coming. And, I have uh, one thing, one quick shout out. 
If you aren't going to the Red and Blue game, <laughs> there is a really great event in Marana on Friday, uh, September 30th. It's called National Night Out. It actually is a law enforcement awareness evening. It's a national program. And so in Marana, we are having Marana PD versus Northwest Fire in a duel on the diamond softball game. But there's a lot of really great activities before the game. There's food trucks. There's demonstrations. There's the like the my, cute little my DUI thing. My favorite part is last year we went when it was a basketball game. They put the DUI glasses on, and my daughter Aurora, our, our oldest, our daughter Aurora, who was held at the time, she was twelve. Twelve. I'm good with ages. Uh, nailed it. And the cop turned to me and said, "Sheer, you're in deep shit." Yeah. Exact words from the cops. Because like all the other kids were falling and staggering. She put on staggering. the DUI goggles and she's like, yeah, I don't see the big deal. I'll do my homework with these things on. I was like, well, then here we go. Yeah. So, so if in any case, it's just really a really great night to just hang out with family. Plus, but you also, know Arizona's going to win on Friday. You know, if you don't go to the red and blue game, you already know what's going to happen. You might as well go to National Night Out. My favorite part about the red and blue game is hot takes. Which player that isn't going to be that good during the season is going to dominate and the red and blue? And how they change. Yeah. I like that. That's always my favorite part. Also, Shout out to Nikki Johnson. National Night yet, Out but. is at Crossroads Park in Marana. I forgot to say the location. Sorry. Thank and it's, you, I don't know. It's in the evening. Look it up. MaranaAZ.gov. You know. And Jason's getting attacked by Cora. Like, literally, she's licking his face all over. Anyway, that's a great place to end things for tonight. Mm. As Jason continues to get kissed by Cora. At Um, least it's not a buffalo. Am I right? Okay. Hey there. Anyway. Buenas noches. Hasta luego. Tengo un buen noche or mañana. My favorite Spanish word. I'm just going to say this one time. is cacahuates. He says it all the time. Cacahuates. Say your little line that you always say about pantalones. Mis pantalones son en fuego. En mi corazón. Yeah, mi corazón y mi pantalones son en fuego. En tu corazón, porque yo me encanto Shelby. Oh, bear Adi- down. Adios. Just wanted to provide a disclaimer. Should Arizona lose to Colorado, we will not be having a podcast on Saturday night, and this podcast will disappear. This message will destruct in 10 seconds.